Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Monday, February 11th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, the IMF's new chief economist backs the Fed on interest rates, Japan's economy takes a hit from the Chinese slowdown in trade disputes, and U.S. companies sound the alarm over mounting Brexit risks. Then the FT's Marumita Mergia explains how an investigation into Facebook's data collection might change how big tech companies operate around the globe. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. The International Monetary Fund's new chief economist, Gita Gopinath, sat down with the FT. In the interview, Ms. Gopinath backed the Federal Reserve's decision to pause interest rate increases. She said the decision would have a positive impact on the U.S., and that the shift in policy had also helped emerging market economies that had struggled with the tightening financial conditions over the past year. But Ms. Gopinath also stressed big lingering concerns about the Fed's outlook. Last month, the IMF estimated that the world economy would grow at a rate of 3.5% this year. That's 0.2% less than it forecast in October. She said the IMF's forecast for the UK had involved a relatively benign set of events with regard to Brexit that could no longer be counted on. That's because of the rising possibility of a no-deal Brexit. Ms. Gopinath said it was important for the IMF and other multilateral economic institutions to show their effectiveness, especially in an age of rising populism around the world. Japan Inc.'s third quarter profits fell at the sharpest rate since 2011, as companies faced the Chinese economic slowdown and the U.S.-China trade dispute. Japanese companies enjoyed years of robust growth under Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's pro-business economic policies. Now they're being hit by global growth fears that have also affected technology giants such as Apple and Intel. And companies including Nidec, Panasonic, and Fanuc downgraded their annual profit forecasts. According to SMBC Nico Securities, over 1,000 companies in the benchmark Topics Index reported third-quarter operating profit that was 2.6% lower than the same quarter last year. That's the biggest percentage fall since the 2011-2012 fiscal year, when the March 11th earthquake and tsunami disrupted supply chains. The downward revisions in the last quarter were mostly in electronics devices, transport, and chemical sectors. Those were hit the hardest by the U.S.-China trade dispute and a slowdown in Chinese car and smartphone sales. And corporate America is sounding an alarm over Brexit risks. Several S&P 500 groups have put Wall Street on formal notice of the risks of a no-deal Brexit. U.S.-listed companies are required to catalog the most significant risks they're facing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, and many are warning about Brexit. Defense contractor Lockheed Martin said a persistently depressed sterling after Brexit could, quote, negatively impact the ability of the U.K. government to afford our products. The Maryland food group McCormick said no deal would lead to more border inspections and would likely result in an increased cost of goods imported into and exported from the U.K. And those were just a few of the companies worried about Brexit. EU Chief Negotiator Michel Barnier is expected to meet with UK Brexit Secretary Stephen Barclay in Strasbourg today. The two hope to come up with a replacement for the controversial Irish backstop. There are only about six weeks left for the two parties to make a deal. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. Germany's federal cartel office has been investigating Facebook's data collection for the past three years. And on Thursday, they released their findings. Their decision could have ripple effects across Europe when it comes to how big tech companies are allowed to operate. And Facebook isn't the only company under fire. 
Amazon is also under investigation. The FT's European technology correspondent, Matamita Mergia, explains why these investigations could have a huge effect on how tech companies do business around the globe. Germany's anti-competition office uh, started looking into Facebook and started investigating Facebook three years ago. At the time, they said that Facebook was sharing a lot of data between its own subsidiaries, which included companies like Instagram and WhatsApp, but also shared data and bought data from lots of third-party companies, including a whole range of apps that use Facebook-like buttons, for example, Facebook logins for their customers. Facebook was buying all this data and then using it to advertise to people on their platform. And the German anti-competition office thought that this was data hoarding. And so this, this was the case that they were investigating. That if Facebook holds a dominant position and if Facebook forces the consumer to hand over uh, the data that this might be kind of an exploitative abuse. And they finally come out with the findings for this report on Thursday. Uh, German regulators today have basically issued an order for Facebook to stop the way it currently tracks users, internet browsing and smartphone apps. The final conclusion of the report essentially found that Facebook was anti-competitive or their behavior and data sharing practices were anti-competitive. And what they said was that they wanted to almost break up Facebook according to its data processing practices. So in other words, they insisted that Facebook should stop sharing data between its subsidiaries and also stop buying data from third-party companies in order to target people on Facebook without their consent. And what does all of this mean for Facebook's business? If the order goes through and Facebook does actually have to comply with this order, it would be a pretty big deal for their business because at the moment, what makes Facebook really special is that they can really target advertising and personalize it to people on their platform because of all of this data that they collect. And that's what makes it different from, you know, any other individual platform, which doesn't have the power to process data from all over the internet. So the fact that they're not going to be able to cross track data from say Instagram or WhatsApp, or even this whole host of other apps means that they just won't be targeting it as personally to people, which will be a problem for advertisers. So at the moment, they're saying that they will be appealing it. And they've also put out a statement telling businesses not to worry yet. And what does this decision mean more widely for tech companies in Europe? So I think this is the dawn of a new era of competition regulation, really. So far, it's been about products and services. But because data is this goldmine resource that tech companies are using to make money, what EU regulators have now decided is that data itself is a resource that could be used in an anti-competitive way. And those that do have much more data than others could be kind of elbowing out the competition by their use of data. It's a really interesting marriage of data protection law along with competition law. And that's why this case people are calling a landmark case because it's the first time a regulator has come out and said that a company, in this case Facebook, is anti-competitive because of how it shares data. Interestingly, lawyers have said that this isn't just an EU matter. There are regulators in Australia, India, and lots of other parts of the world who've been kind of ruminating and thinking about doing this and are now watching very closely what's going to happen next and possibly 
take a leaf out of Europe's book and, and do the same elsewhere. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be following U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin as he heads to Beijing for the latest round of trade talks. If a deal isn't reached by March 1st, U.S. President Trump has said he'd raise tariffs on Chinese goods. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.